You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful metropolis of Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for listening today. I mean that wholeheartedly. I am grateful for all of our listeners and humbled for the number of people that uh, look to this podcast for some insight and encouragement. So thank you big time. As many of you probably know, over the last several episodes, we've been in this series on the resurrection. And so over the last several episodes, I've given uh, evidences for why uh, the resurrection is a doctrine that is true, that Jesus did in fact raise from the dead. And uh, we, at some point, I'm sure we will cover this in the future again. We This will be a topic we, we come back to over and over again. Uh, but I want to kind of come a, some, to a close, bring a close to this particular series that I've been doing. And I want to, uh, I really want to finish it off by answering the question, why does Kenny Ortiz believe in the resurrection of Jesus? And the answer to that is very simple. And that is because there were lots of eyewitnesses. Right? There were more than 500 people that physically saw the resurrected Jesus. And all of the explanations and theories to try to, to, try to explain that away simply are leaky and, and irrational and illogical. Right? And, and the reality is like none of us were there. I wasn't there 2,000 years ago when Jesus rose from the dead. So I didn't physically see it. So I can't say that I saw it. However, I can look at the evidence, just like a trial lawyer has to examine the evidence and, pres- and and try to say, okay, based on the evidence we have, what is the most likely scenario? What is the most likely sequence of events to have taken place? And when I look at the evidences, I, I think that it clearly, logically, and rationally points that the most likely scenario, the most likely sequence of events was that Jesus did indeed physically die and that Jesus did indeed raise from the dead. That's what the evidence points to, in my opinion. And the greatest piece of evidence is the overwhelming eyewitness accounts. Listen, if someone walked in the court and said, this, we saw this man commit this crime and 500 eyewitnesses all testified to it. Let me tell you something. That guy's going to jail. Okay. Like, and, and, and if, if the, if the evidence presented is circumstantial at best, and there's no real quality explanation as to why these people saw it, that guy's going to jail. And that's what we have with Jesus. We have circumstantial evidence that proves a resurrection. And we have very limited or almost no evidence that proves that he didn't raise from the dead, but we do have lots of eyewitnesses. And the apostle Paul documents this in first Corinthians 15. The apostle Paul writes that he appeared to me. He appeared to this person. He, he, he gives a list of first Corinthians 15 of all the people that Jesus appeared to. And then he goes, he even appeared to more than 500 people at one time. And then he says, most of them are still alive. So he's basically telling the Corinthians, listen, don't, don't take my word for it. Go do the research. Go talk to the people that saw him, right? Like, let me give you an example. Let's say, let's say that, that you were there the day on 9-11 when the towers fell. Okay, let, let's say you were there that day. And let's say, uh, you know, someone comes to you and says, well, I wasn't there. How do I know what happened? You can say, listen, I was there. I saw it. However, don't take my word for it. There were other, there were thousands of other people that were there. Go ask them. They're still alive, right? Paul wouldn't have made that assertion. He wouldn't have made that statement unless he was confident that those people would back up his story. 
Like he didn't know most of those people. He didn't know them personally. He didn't live with them. He he wasn't you know he wasn't in the the same vicinity with them. But he knew what they would say to be true because they had witnessed it. And the evidence of the resurrection is that he they witnessed it, and that when it was being documented, most of them were still alive. So if Paul was lying, and when the other people who wrote about it were lying, those people could have said, no, 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 that's not what we saw, right? And the people who saw Jesus weren't all followers of Jesus at the time, right? They later became followers. Like some people will say, well, why is it that every person who saw Jesus raised from the dead is a Christian? Why can't we find any secular, uh, you know, backup? Well, they were secular and they weren't Christians before they saw Jesus. Then they saw Jesus and they go, oh my gosh, he is God. And then they became Christians, right? So there are lots of people that Jesus appeared to that were not followers of his until after he appeared to them. So the the logical explanation would be that they saw the resurrected Jesus and that caused them to become followers, which is the reason why we don't have any evidences. We don't have anyone documenting it. There's no one saying, oh yeah, I saw the resurrected Jesus and I still don't believe. Like We don't have that because that would be completely irrational, right? If Jesus did indeed raise from the dead, then he is God and he is worthy of worship and you ought to follow him. That is the important reason. That's why I believe in the resurrection of Jesus. And why does this matter? Why am I so passionate about this? And I've said this in a previous episode, but I got to say it again. It's because without the resurrection, Christianity doesn't make sense. Christianity completely falls apart. If Jesus died and stayed dead, then he's not worthy of worship. And his claims about being God are false. If Jesus died and stayed dead, then there's no evidence that his death can atone for sin, that his death could benefit you and allow you to receive the forgiveness of sin. Like there's no evidence of that. If he is dead and stayed dead, right? If he died and stayed dead, then death is more powerful than Jesus. And he's not the most powerful being in the world. Like the resurrection is the linchpin of the Christian faith. There are lots of people that want to attack Christianity based on the credibility of the Bible or contradictions that they they, they seem to believe or science, they're this. There's all sorts of different reasons why people want to attack Christianity or reject the, the idea of a God. And, and those are all arguments that are worth having at a different time. However, the ultimate argument that needs to be had is whether or not Jesus did rise from the dead. Because if he did raise from the dead, then he is God. And all the other arguments must be seen in light of the fact that Jesus is God, right? We, we could argue about evolution, creation, whatever, whatever, but you argue with the presupposition that there is a God and his name is Jesus, like that Jesus is God incarnate and that he rose from the dead. But if you don't accept the resurrection, then that argument is futile. Like all the other arguments are valid, but they're all secondary to this argument. The resurrection is the linchpin, the foundation of the Christian faith. And I believe the evidence does point to the fact that Jesus did die and raised from the dead. And therefore, his claims are true and we ought to worship and follow him. That's why the resurrection is so incredibly important. In addition to that, there are a bunch of times in the scripture where our resurrection is tied to the resurrection of Jesus. So Jesus rose from the dead and because he rose from the dead, we know that he will raise us from the dead eventually. Like that's the, that's the idea that, that we will have a new body, that we will live with him forever in a state of incredible paradise. And without his resurrection, then his promise is invalid. But the fact that we know he rose from the dead corroborates his promise. And we can look forward to that. We can be excited to know that we will raise from the dead because Jesus rose from the dead. Hey, I hope this episode has been helpful and insightful and an encouragement to you to bolster your faith and confidence 
in the resurrection of Jesus. If you have any questions about this episode, or if you have a topic that you'd like to have addressed on the podcast, please shoot me an email. It's heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. If you'd like to connect with me personally, the best way to do that is on Twitter. You can find me at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. As always, our intro and outro theme music has been Shipping Up to Boston by the Dropkick Murphys. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm a son!